How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It's 5 o'clock. It's 5 o'clock on the most listened to sports talk show for your ride home. What? what? It is time for the Falcons Report. Guns it. Caught. Touchdown Atlanta in the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. You shall not pass. The 5 o'clock Falcons Report. Oh, my heaven. The 5 o'clock Falcons Report is brought to you by Jack Daniels. Make it count. Jack Daniels. Please drink responsibly. And sponsored by MD Anderson Cancer Center on Dukes and Bell. We are Dukes and Bell. We start off every day and every hour by saying, hey, man. It's been a crazy Wednesday. Mark Zeno in for Mike Bell. Um, it started this morning when we got word that Travis Schlink was stepping down. He is or was the president, all right, of uh, basketball ops, and Landry Fields is our general manager. He's going to be the day-to-day guy, and we're going to talk more about this because if you're just tuning in, Hawks play tonight against the Bulls, 7 o'clock pregame, tip is at 7.30. But this is one of those situations where you go, what's going on? Wait a minute. Oh, what's happening with our team here? Um, we had a direction. We thought that that direction was being followed, and I think it is. Travis Link is the orchestrator of uh, drafting and, and acquiring all of this talent that we currently have. Has it played up to its capability? Not necessarily. We're a game over 500, but that's not all on Travis Link. We're going to get into this coming up at 520 as part of our strong arm story of the day. Let's talk about our Falcons, though, because today is another day to prep and get ready for the Ravens. And the Ravens are an interesting team. You know, we were talking about this yesterday with Coach Arthur Smith, full interview online at uh, odyssey.com, and we were saying in preparation, whether it's Lamar, do you think he plays, by the way, Zeno? You still don't think he plays? No. Or Huntley? You still have to prepare the same way. We had Troy Anderson on, linebacker for our Falcons, earlier today, a couple hours ago, and he was talking about, you know, they, they make you account for the quarterback with the way that they play. They, they do a lot of reads, RPO stuff, and it doesn't matter if Lamar is in there or not. But speaking of run game, guys, we are still one of the top rushing teams in the NFL. And, Zeno, were you concerned when they drafted Tyler Algier from a size standpoint? No. Uh, if you watched this tape at BYU, um, you knew what kind of running back it was. It was a bowling ball. Yep. You know, like he just – 
He kept his legs churning. Um, it, it, this wasn't a guy that necessarily had home run speed or anything like that. What was good about him is that he could work in tight spaces because he's a little bit shorter. But, again, um, he has no problem lowering his shoulder, taking a hit, and keep pushing forward. And I think that's you know very much a characteristic of what Arthur Smith looks for in his running backs. Caleb Huntley's a big, burly guy, right? I mean, even – Cordero Patterson for running back side, that's a big dude. It is. Right? So, I mean, Arthur likes those guys who are physical at the position. I don't think he would have ever drafted him if he felt like he wasn't physical enough to handle the contact that this scheme sort of put you in at times. They were asking Arthur today about Algier, and he was saying, listen, he's a good fit. Um, He heard all the noise about the size, but when you have a target and a guy that you feel fits your system, you draft that guy. You know, I don't sit there and if somebody's a good football player – certain things you value, but in terms of, you know, I know much was made about the size or something like that. If a guy's a good football player and we can get him here, it's my job to, to try to use him the best way possible. And there's certain values, and it's not just size or prototype there. Uh, like I said, there's, you know, the success that we've had in the run game with, with him and Patterson and Huntley, they're, they're all different players. They, they, they both have, all three of them have a aggressive mindset, but they're, they have their strengths, and we try to play into those. So uh, we're happy we have Tyler. There's a lot of things he does that we value. I think for a rookie, uh, something that, you know we noticed going through that I think is the hardest learning curve for him is the protection element, and he does a nice job with that as well. Is he your running back of the future? Guys, Tyler Algier has 148 carries, 743 yards, second most of all rookie running backs in the NFL. Damian Pierce for the Texans leads the way with 939 yards. Tyler Algier is second. Well, he would be third if Brees Hall was still healthy. I would That's agree. That's the other part. I, I mean, would agree. But he's so not. I, no, I, don't, I mean, again, I mean, all I'm saying is just for perspective, you know, how many yards he has and where he finishes versus other rookies shouldn't necessarily be the barometer. What does he do for your offense? How does he make you better? Can he get – remember how long this team struggled to get short yards on third and two and Forever. third and one and just, Forever. you know. You don't have that problem anymore. Now, some of it's the scheme, but you also don't have that problem because you have a guy in the backfield, two guys between Patterson and him that you trust to give the ball, and Huntley to a certain extent in that matter. You know, that when you have those short yardage situations, there's no concern. You'll get it. Um, But I think he's certainly part of this team's future. You know, there are a lot of people that I know and respect that are clamoring for the Falcons to grab B. John Robinson if he's there in the first round. You know, probably wouldn't go top five, maybe top ten, but if not in that, you know, 12 to 15 range is where he may be, and the Falcons may be sitting right there in that 8 to 12 range with their pick when it's all said and done. Now, I don't necessarily believe that drafting a player of that that kind in B. John Robinson is a bad move because he's a very talented back, Yes, and he could absolutely change the scope of your offense. But there's so much more to Arthur Smith's offense than that, and I really think that they need to address other places. I, 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 if we assume that Hultney's going to be back healthy, uh, and I don't know if they're going to bring CP3 back, CP84. Yeah, CP, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. CP84. Yeah, uh, Cordero. Cordero. Yeah, CP. I forget what his Twitter handle is. CP84, I think it is. Anyway, I don't know if they'll bring him back. But you have a one-two punch of Algier and Huntley, and that may be enough. Mixed in with Avery Williams just to spell them every now and then, who they've used in the running game from here and there, maybe in some you know certain situations. I don't know that that's a position that they look. I, And this is, this is my thinking on this. Uh, the, the Robinson thing, B. John Robinson, he's special. Um, and you're right. If your philosophy is running the football, then you need a special back. The reason why Arthur's offense exceeded expectations in Tennessee is because he had a special back. If you Big get that, if you get that guy, this offense takes off. It takes but, to it takes to another question. level. Question: 
Go back and look at, and I'll have to crunch the numbers because I'm fairly certain they were in the same range. You know, you got the same overall production out of the run game, i.e. 150, 160 yards a game on the ground. Yeah. You just got most of it from one dude. Yeah. In Tennessee. Yeah, but, I think, but what you also got is big explosive plays from him. Well, that that is a different thing. I mean, that you know, if you want explosive, you need an explosive player. Now, yep. that's not a knock on Algier. He's just, again, he doesn't have that speed. He's not going to outrun, uh, you know, most middle linebackers in this league because he's just not fast enough. Uh, but, again, not a knock on him. I, I wonder if Arthur thinks, look, as long as we get the production out of the running game, everything else is there. If the big plays happen, they happen. And maybe, you know, as – Algier gets a little bit older and matures a little more physically that he might be able to hit some more of those home runs that he wasn't able to hit before. I'm not exactly suggesting it's easier to just become faster, but the point being, as you become a better NFL back, you'll be able to sort of see things develop before they do and make decisions that may create more larger runs. All that saying, there's an argument to be said that as long as the run production of 150, 160 yards a game is on the there. ground is there, no matter they who can do a lot of other things yeah. in the to make that offense equitable to what he had in Tennessee. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. It's Dukes and Bell Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. Talking about short yardage, Arthur Smith was talking about Algier good at picking up short yardage. I do value the way he finishes runs. Um, certainly, you can see as the game goes on, I mean, there, his presence is felt. Um, I've always thought the great ones, I mean, you know, that's why I don't go comparison. Like, this guy reminds me of this. But the production, what I remember, you know, early in my coaching career, you know, breaking out a lot of the old Eagles tapes, when the Eagles had Westbrook, they're completely different runners. So I'm not comparison them. But the thing I thought the efficiency of him running the football where you thought it was going to be a one-yard game, you look up and it's second and five, uh, those guys are valuable. And, and they do it a completely different way. And the way Tyler does it, I mean, you, you guys have seen it firsthand. And uh, – He's improved a lot, and uh, like I said, we're Michael. We're, we're happy he's here. I am too. Um, and again, is this our number one pressing need as we head to the draft in the spring? No, it's not because now you feel like you've got a guy that's going to give you the kind of production. Again, seven hundred forty-three yards, three more games. Zeno, he might be over a thousand yards. Yeah, good rookie campaign. You know, definitely. So, I mean, that's not a pressing need, but I do feel like, Coach, where I mean, you like a lot of things that he's seen from he him. Yes, and part of the reason now you he actually may get there is because Caleb Huntley is out of the mix. You know, those carries are going to come somewhere. They're just going to default to going to Algier yeah. as opposed to Patterson, I think, after what he did last week and was able to put up 120 yards on the ground or 130, whatever it was. You know, that's the, uh, the the opportunities for Algier. If he had more of them, he would be – I think he would be right up there with Brees Hall and, and Damian Pierce and, and everybody else as far as leading rushers. But look at his yards per carry, Dukes. He's over four. That's what you want. It's a good place to be. That's what you want. Especially for a rookie. While we're talking about the NFL, guys, we uh, would be remiss if we didn't mention the great Franco Harris passing away. Um, his immaculate reception, you know, Zeno and I were talking about this. I don't know about you, but there are very few plays that I could turn on right now and you immediately think about the National Football League, maybe where you were or the first time you saw it, whether it was on a highlight tape. If you're not, you know, weren't old enough to see it live, this is one of those iconic plays. But more importantly, he's a Pro Football Hall of Famer and he passes away at age 72, just a few days away from the Steelers honoring. This incredible, immaculate reception. I mean, you have to assume he was invited to be there, right? Oh, like he was going to be there. Yeah. I, his teammates, the, the, they were, everybody's planning to be there. So you get Jack Ham there, too? <laughs> 12 of his 13 Lambert, NFL sorry. seasons were with the Steelers, guys. Four-time Super Bowl champion. He was a Super Bowl nine MVP. I said this earlier, and again, I, you know, sometimes we just get lost 
with how great some of these older guys were. Franco Harris was a bad dude. He really was. And, you know, in that Super Bowl, he ran 458 yards when running the footballs, what everybody did, and everybody planned and schemed to stop the run, mm-hmm. and he was just running through people. So um, he was uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame in 1990 and went to Penn State, but off the field, man, just one of the nicest guys you'd ever meet. But he was a big guy. Uh, you know, we talk about these big running backs, 6'2", 230 at the time, you know, and – a lot of people tell you that with that Steelers organization, when he got there, that's when things kind of took off. And they were able to win four Super Bowls in 74, 75, 78, and 79. He wasn't drafted until 72, and I think he was the 13th overall pick taken. Franco, Franco Harris, rest in peace. We're coming back. And when we do, changes with our Hawks organization has Zeno wondering about conspiracy theories. Dun, dun, dun. Stukes and Bell. The strong arm story of the day is brought to you by John Foy and Associates Personal Injury Law. When we got word this morning that Travis Schlink had officially stepped down as the Pushed president down. of basketball ops. I'm sorry? Pushed down. Uh, I was a little bit surprised because more than anything, I want to know where our franchise is going. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Hawks Bulls tonight. And I can't tell you how many people have hit us up at uh, put them up, see Dukes. And Mark Zeno on Twitter, follow this radio show, Dukes and Bell 929, Mike's out this week, and, and saying, guys, what's the deal? What's this mean? What's it mean for Trey? I don't want to jump the gun, but I know you've been doing this all day, so I want you to lay this out again because you have doing this. Doing what? You're, you're, you're implying something nefarious is going on. I haven't been doing anything other than doing math. And adding things up that, that, are, that are easily deductible. Nefarious yeah. is kind of what is going on. You have this inclination that <laughs> stars are going to be traded. You are jumping the gun with these no, hypotheses. Not, not you personally, Trey. What I, what I am saying here is that when you have a change in leadership at the top, everything is open to interpretation and everything is subject to change. That includes trading your star. Because at some point in time in the near future, when you have come to the recognition that the current process and the current formula you have. Don't use the word process. Okay. The current constructs that you have of a roster to win a championship aren't going to get you there. You have to make a move. And guess what's not going to get you there? Trading away B and C level players. All right. I don't disagree with that. But he's 24. And by the way, this move doesn't mean anything about where where our team is going to go, especially this season. If you were to ask me right now about this season, I don't think any of this transpires. But I do think as we move forward and the vision, whoever this is, and I think the Hawks have to bring in somebody to oversee this. Landry Fields is now the day-to-day guy's GM. You brought up his experience earlier. These are big decisions. Mm-hmm. I don't know if all of this is fair to just lay in his lap and say, hey, make us better, and how do you develop our guys? I don't think that's right. So I do think they need to hire somebody else. But I also want you to hear what Nate McMillan had to say when he was asked about coaching this generation. And you took offense to this. I did not. I love the fact that he said I didn't said take it. offense to it. Well, you said you can't believe he said I it. I just said I couldn't believe it. I wasn't offended by it. I didn't run talking about me. I love that he said this. This is Nate McMillan when asked about coaching this generation. I'm coaching in a different generation of players that I play with. Uh, Really, I kind of coached. And it's different uh, the way you communicate, uh, the way the game is played. 
um, and how they see the game. You know, they, they, they see the game different than uh, when I played it and when I started coaching it. He's not lying. Listen, Gen Z, love you. He's not lying. It doesn't mean it's bad, but if you are of a certain age, and, and Nate played in the league at a different time. We're talking about 30 years ago. So how I was coached or how he was coached mm-hmm. or how you were coached, you can't just take that approach. It's why the Bobby Knight style of coaching doesn't work anymore in the NCAA. So what he's telling you is the communication lines, people buying in. And Zeno and I were having this conversation off air this is a different deal, man. When you've got guys that are making millions of dollars, you've got to have them buy in and believe what you're telling them and, more importantly, believe in what you're trying to sell. This isn't the military where guys just fall in the line because there's rank and order. This is a different deal. And so when Nate says that, people automatically assume, Zeno, that he was talking about one guy. <laughs> and he didn't say that. No, he didn't have to um, because there is a pecking order to everything, even in sports. The biggest and best guys in every locker room, clubhouse, whatever it may be, get the most attention because they're the biggest ones. So uh, if he's having a problem communicating with the 12th and 13th and 14th guys on the roster, that never makes news. That never makes headlines. Why? Because those guys don't affect the game. They don't play. This is about the guys who play. This is about the guys that he relies on to help him win basketball games, to close out basketball games. From a defensive coach, when he tells you, I can't relate to these guys, and they don't play defense, you know what that means? They're not listening. Yeah. And listen, I appreciate the honesty. You can't say this out loud. You're telling everybody that you can't relate to Trey, that you can't relate to John Collins. That is not what he said. He said this generation of players is different from when I played. There's nothing wrong with what he said. He said, I don't relate to them. Is that? Give me the exact words again, Turtle. Let's hear it again. Because this is important. Word choice matters. You're not listening. It does. Then there's listening. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I did say that a couple of there, times. There is listening, but you know it's never I'm been my strong. I'm coaching in a different generation of players that I play with. Uh, really, I kind of coached, and it's different uh, the way you communicate, uh, the way the game is played. Uh, and how they see the game. You know, they, they, they see the game different than uh, when I played it and when I started coaching it. He didn't say anything okay, about you're him right, he didn't. relating okay. to play. Fine, the way you communicate. <laughs> the way you communicate. <laughs> you're not listening. <laughs> Thank you. Don't switch we, this up. Okay, uh, listen. It just speaks to me about the same way a guy who had a fight with his star over showing up to shoot around a practice. Didn't even ask him to do anything. We're talking about practice. He just wanted him to be there. And when he communicated that, and that star didn't listen, communicate, relate, whatever. Nonetheless, there's that rift that happens, and now he's saying this. This is a bad, <sighs> bad omen. I think, it's, I think it needs to be said because the bigger thing for our team as we move forward, and I don't know what this means for Travis Schlink. Listen, they put out a press release today. He talked about, you know, they talked about prioritizing yeah, Travis family. Travis didn't say a word in this press release. And, and, and be stepping clear. down. Travis Link's 46. And by the way, I got to tell you guys this. 46-year-old guy with, with health problems. He does not. We're talking about practice. Exactly. 13 seasons with the Warriors as the assistant general manager. When he came here in 2017, he had pedigree. 
He had built and helped build championship teams. He had been on those runs and helped be in those meetings where, hey, we're going to go after this guy, and this is the style we want to play. That's why he was able to come in and revise this whole thing. But we're a game over 500. Is this a championship caliber club right now? We've we've been discussing this. Mike and I have been Mm -hmm. going round and round and around on this. Is this a championship caliber team right now? Does it mean we couldn't turn into one? No. As currently constructed, Mark Zeno, are we a championship team currently constructed? No, not even close. Even when healthy? No, not even close. Not ready to go. So then things have to change. And that's where we are. Things need to be a little different. Maybe we need some new eyeballs on this. And, again, I don't think this all should fall on Landry Fields, and I hope the Hawks don't allow that to happen. I think they need someone else with major NBA experience to come in and say, hey, okay, let's see what we're talking about here. But the other part of this that we were talking about, and I think we kind of disagreed on this, it's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. How much of this is Tony Wrestler? Or is this simply, hey, you know what? We differ in how we want to go about this, and so therefore I'll step down. How much was this wrestler going, I don't like the results of what's going on? I think it's a huge part of it. I think, I think there, was, there, there had to have been philosophical differences at the top for him to quote for a 46-year-old man who's got a pedigree of winning championships and building a dynasty for, for a 46-year-old man quote with health problems to step down. I mean, he never he doesn't have health problems. Personal, what is he saying? Uh, Prioritize my family. Prior, oh, yeah, okay. Prioritize family. Got it. Okay. That's what the statement said. Yeah. So we, let me get this straight. He's been in the NBA for 13 years, and now he wants to prioritize his family. Okay. Well, he's been. In You're the not league listening. For, he's, he's been in the league for like 20. Thank yeah, you. Okay. I, I got it. But you know, I mean, yeah, go ahead. Prioritize family. Uh, and again, that's not what that's not what uh, Travis Schlenk said. That's what the statement said. And there's a difference. If there was a statement by Travis Schlenk, you'd have a quote in there. You didn't, even, you didn't even give you – there wasn't even a, I want to thank the organization Are for the opportunity. Are you breaking down press releases yes. now? Yes, because I, I know how this PR stuff works. I did it in the military for a long time. <laughs> so I know exactly how this works. <laughs> this is a key part of what press releases are all about. So, anyway, uh, there is – You know, I, I, I am very much reading – this is where you've been the, all day. Uh, this, yeah. is, this is where you've been. Go ahead. I'm just reading the situation for what it is. Okay. There's no reason. You want to trade the star? There's no reason for him to step aside. You want to trade the star? Unless this, he's I don't got trade. a philosophical disagreement with the owner, there's no reason for him to step away. This is not about his family. Okay. Me and my family. I don't want to start over, Atlanta. We just did this. We got a young core. You might not have a choice. I don't want to. I don't want to start over. Let me ask you a question. Do you believe for one second that if he, if the owner wouldn't go into the luxury tax to keep the team that went to the Eastern Conference Finals intact, got to keep the right pieces. Like you know? all of a sudden he's going to go into the luxury tax for who? For what? Like what's what's okay, the Okay, I'll tell you who he would go into the luxury tax for. If we get, grab Kevin Durant this offseason, he would have went into the luxury yeah, tax. He, he ain't coming here. But but it's and who even you at, have. And even at that. Oh by the way, you got a team across town who wouldn't go into a, quote, luxury tax for Dansby Swanson. Now you're taking shots at the bridge. No, I'm just saying, th- th- call it what it is. <sighs> it's Dukes and Bell. We're coming back. How did the dogs do today? We're going to tell you where they rank as National Signing Day is here. And they did what they do under Kirby Smart. It's coming up on Sports Radio. 9- How powerful is Cox Internet? 
powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Coming up 6 o'clock, Chris Goforth. Coach Parker, our man Sam Crenshaw. They host, by the way, during the uh, high school football season, the scoreboard show, which is so much fun on Friday nights where they go all around the state and keep you updated on what's going on. They're going to keep you updated on what happened today in college football. Um, we knew Dan Lanning could, could coach and, and certainly recruit. And today, a lot of people are looking at Oregon and going, man, Dan Lanning, he's getting it done. Mm-hmm. We had Connor Riley, uh, Connor Riley on earlier from Dog Nation, and Connor was saying Georgia is going to have, when it's all said and done, probably the number two class. Um, the other news we found out today is that uh, Georgia tight end Eric Gilbert is going to enter the, the portal, the transfer portal. Yeah. And this is a kid out of Marietta. Uh, I went saw to LSU him. couldn't get it done. Yeah. Went to Georgia couldn't. Yeah. I mean, I, I just like get to playing time, you know. Well, and that's why I asked injuries, Connor, everything else. They gave him every opportunity to try to make something. Uh, as far as being a football player, we wish him nothing but the best. But yeah, it's he just was a freak coming out of high school. Unbelievable. I was going to say I saw him, and it was like you couldn't you couldn't defend him. He had two guys on him, just catching everything. So that was interesting today. The other thing is Georgia did not get a quarterback for twenty twenty three. And the reason is because they feel pretty good about their quarterback room. But, you know, when you start saying, hey, every year you want to stack quarterbacks and make sure you've got one in the pipeline, and Connor was saying, you know, whether it's Brock Vandergriff or one of these other guys that eventually is going to be the starter for next year. But I think that's something a lot of dog fans are looking at and going, hmm, okay, we did not necessarily go get a quarterback. But I'm not concerned about that. That's not a worry. You had Stetson Bennett here. You you figured he would come back. With the transfer portal, it's a whole different ballgame now. You don't have to have – you don't have to line up five-star quarterbacks to be able to win anymore. Just go get one. Well, I I agree. Here's the thing, though, and we talked about this, you know, when you talk about that specific position. 
Georgia as attractive as some of these other schools. No. When you talk about that specific no. position, you can be a stud at Georgia. You can win championships. Absolutely. Are you going to put up record-breaking numbers? Probably not. No. You know? But then our, the argument there is Georgia fans will say, wait a minute, we just saw a guy, one of our guys, go up to the Heisman ceremony. What are you guys talking about? I'll say this much, too, by the way, in reference to you mentioned Oregon, Dan Lanning. You think he learned a thing or two about recruiting from his former boss? No doubt. And Oregon is going to become Georgia West. I believe Just that. understand that. I believe that. He's going to transform that school into a physical beast, especially on the defensive side of the ball. I'm laying all 14 of those points against North Carolina in the, uh, in the Holiday Bowl. Sounds personal. Um, it's weird because every like everybody knows every year I sort of latch onto a team midseason that I think has got a great chance to make the college football playoff. You know, this year was Oregon and USC. A couple of years ago it was like, you know, Michigan. I was wrong on all of them, which usually happens. But – I think Oregon's going to be back next year, and uh, they are going to be a bear. Again, Bo Nix coming back for them is huge. Guy had 41 touchdowns this year. Oh, I know. No, I know. There's, they're they're going to push everybody around. <laughs> they are a duck. Thank you. Oh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Bo Nix, how much eligibility? You're speaking of those guys with yeah, six oh, years. Yeah, he should be out by now. Yeah, absolutely. Georgia signs a, a kid named Damon Wilson uh, out of Florida. He went to Venice High School in Florida. Um, he was offered from Alabama, Ohio State. This is one of the big signings today for them. As, as again, they're going to end with the number two class. We were talking to Connor Raleigh about what this looks like for the SEC, and it looks good. Do you consider Texas and Oklahoma SEC schools already? If you do, well, then you add that to the mix because, again, they're going to turn around here and be playing in the SEC. Texas had a good day. Oklahoma, LSU. Um, the LSU thing is interesting. It, I, I think they're coming, and they're going to get there a lot faster than people think. With with where they're at right now, yes, but Brian Kelly's good, man. He's good. Thank you, Brian. I don't necessarily think he's that great of an actual coach, but really, just neither here nor there. Really, when you get a lot of talent, it's not hard. Look Uh, at the numbers. Look at the numbers. Yeah, you know, they're there. He struggled with Auburn this year for crying out loud. Well, it's listen. Um, You're talking about his first year in the SEC. I'm talking about. No, and he had a great year. Listen, he had a great year. There is there is no doubt about it. They they exceeded every expectation. Um, you know, and, and they're going to play in a, in a New Year's Bowl, and you know that's exactly where they are. But you're right; he can he can recruit and he can get guys there. The problem is, is still the SEC West is still the toughest gauntlet in all of the country mm. because Ole Miss isn't going anywhere. Nope. Uh, Alabama's obviously not going anywhere. Auburn's now going to get better, right? Like those four schools. I mean, A and M theoretically should. Yeah, but here's the deal: A and M last year was all the conversation. Guys, well, they're the not even the, they're not that, even in the top ten right now. No, they're not even close. Um, and they, you see how many people left? That? I think it was twenty four people got in the transfer yeah. portal at A and M. Yeah, well, they, they and all, Georgia Tech got four of them. Yeah. Jimbo, they're going to fire that man with a hundred million dollar contract. Boosters are going to be ticked off. Alabama, There's some rich oil guy out there is going to have to write that thing off. Woo. Georgia, they can't fire him. Nobody's paying eighty million to get anybody out of a contract. It's I, not happening. I, when they are a four win team next year. Still not going to do it. You're not paying $80 million to get anybody out of a contract. This is the flaw in the deal. If they don't have the level of defense next year, the one they had this year, they, they're, they're not winning six games. Oh, they might not. Jimbo's got to hire an offensive coordinator. Alabama, Georgia, Texas, the U. Now, is that a surprise? They're in the top five, guys. No, because Crystal Ball can recruit. He can. He it's can. The same thing in Oregon. Like, he's not. Remember, there's a difference between being a good recruiter and being a good coach. Some guys are both. Kirby is both. Nick Saban is both. You know, some guys are good recruiters, and they're lackluster coaches. Some guys are good coaches, but bad recruiters. Look at Dan Mullen. Dan Mullen's a good coach, just going to recruit. 
Ohio State, five. LSU, Oklahoma. That's why I add, added the fact that do you consider them to be SEC teams. Oregon's in the top ten. Notre Dame, Tennessee. I'm not surprised about this. I'm not surprised about Tennessee. I'm surprised about Oregon. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Notre Dame, rather. I'm surprised top, about top Notre- ten? Yeah, I'm surprised that they got that many. I really am shocked. Like, that's. Maybe uh, Marcus Freeman, you know, picked up a couple of tips before Kelly went out to do it. It is Notre Dame. They're always going to be attractive to a lot of people. I should say that. But to see them in the top ten, were they eighth? Yes. I don't know, guys. If Marcus Freeman walked into my son's living room, I'd say sign sign me the hell up. <laughs> That's an impressive man right there. Here's here's the thing about yeah, he's only ten years older than the kids who's recruiting Alabama and Georgia. Yeah, because he can relate. You know. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Unlike some other people we know. <laughs> Can't, I can't communicate. Can't work with him. Can't coach him. Can't, yeah, right. It's Mike Singletary when you need him. Alabama, six five stars. Not ready to go. Thank you, Nick. Four twenty stars. Georgia has four twenty stars, or four twenty stars. Four uh, twenty four stars, should I say? And two five stars. Does all that matter to you at the end of the day? Whether it's a five or four star. Point is, they they have the equal amount of four stars that they brought into each program. Alabama's one. The reason why Alabama is number one is because of those five stars. They got four more than Georgia did this year. If it matters, maybe it does. I still think talent wins, talent overwhelms, if the right coach is coaching that talent. And we've seen what these two teams can do. What I'm telling you, uh, college football fans, is get ready for Georgia-Alabama for a while. That's what I'm telling you. I I don't think that necessarily changes. And even when Oklahoma and Texas come into the SEC, it's going to be another team to have to beat. At some point, depending on the schedule, because, you know, again, they're going to go nine games. Have they decided which, who's going to which side? They which, have not. They, we I, don't know whether we're getting Texas or Oklahoma in the they, East? No. We, we, all we know right now is it's probably going to be nine SEC conference games. They go from they're eight going to nine. nine. And one. Yeah. And then, nine and three, I mean. Yeah. yeah. So Well, it, it, it's nine. That includes your rivalry game from the other side of the correct. bracket. So Georgia-Florida still happens. And then you get Georgia-Auburn. seven. That's, you, got, you got your rivalries. Yes. You're getting both of them, or you're only getting one. Well, it's going to depend on how often you rotate these these other teams in. That's so the other you part would have. But you for would example, have, Texas, Oklahoma, seven other, you would have seven other games play. on your side of the bracket yeah. automatically. Eight making the other one of the rivalry games, or nine making one of the rivalry games makes nine SEC games and three non-conference. That's right. Yeah. Now, how they do it, whether it's round robin pods and all that kind of stuff we talked about, we're going to see. Hey, more on this coming up. Way, real quick. If the SEC, those three games, if you're in the SEC and you schedule anybody hard, you're an idiot. When they expand <laughs> this playoffs, you're an idiot. You're an absolute idiot. There's literally no reason to you play. To. You play Rice, Toledo, and Akron. See ya. You don't have to. You don't have to play go play Daniels UCLA. Rice? Right? And, and, no. and you don't have to do it anymore. Georgia never has to play Oregon again. You don't have to go Ever. play Penn State. They don't got to play Florida State. If you don't want to. All right, guys, more coming up as we talked about. Sam Crenshaw, Coach uh, Parker on the way here. Chris Goforth, they're going to get you all caught up on the recruiting front. Big day today for college football. Let's get out of here and clear our throat. Dukes and Bella wrapping up another show. So it's time for Let Me Clear My Throat on Sports Radio 92 9. Oh! The game. Hey, thanks to our guest today, Connor Riley, stopping by to talk some dogs with us. Also, guys, tomorrow we got a big show. We got uh, some of our regulars. Grant McCauley's going to stop by to talk about the Braves offseason. You want to know where they're headed, where they're going, and what's next? I don't think they're done, by the way, but I don't think it's going to be anything major. More Dua Lipa? 
No. It's, it, Diplo? It's, it's not D- Diplo. D- Diplo? No. Uh, Rob Long, he is the morning show host on 105.7 The That's Fan. That's my boy. In yeah. Baltimore. He's going to join us. We go behind oh, enemy lines tomorrow. tomorrow. with him. I'm never going to be here. We, oh, we got to go man. behind enemy lines. We got to find out what's going on with the Ravens. Man, oh, man. Also, you're going to hear, uh, hopefully, from Dave Archer. Uh, Coach Arthur Smith will uh, replay some of that for you as well. T- he joined us yesterday. If you missed it, go to odyssey.com. Sam Crenshaw, Coach Parker in here. They're ready to get it on. Turtle, great job as always. We're back tomorrow, 2 o'clock. Hawks basketball, guys, 7 o'clock. Pre-game, tip is at 7.30. They play the Bulls tonight. You said they, you want to see how they come out. I'm Do they curious. win tonight? Do they win tonight? <sighs> well, if the coach can't talk to him and communicate with him or relate to him, I don't know how they're going to okay, play. Okay, that's just unfair. Hey, Turtle, great job. Uh, let's get out of here, man. Clear your throat. Hey, uh, it's, it's the most New York Knicks thing ever. So uh, they lost a second-round draft pick because of the league's investigation of their signing of Jalen Brunson. The tampering. Don't tamper. Mm. You shouldn't tamper. See, that's what happens. They find that you do stuff wrong and you get punished. It's the most Knicks thing ever. Watch that second round pick that they lose turn into somebody else's gold line. <laughs> it never fails. Never fails. Hey, Dansby Swanson was introduced as a Cub today. Oh, feels weird again. But he said, started to feel like a match made in heaven. Not because he wanted to be there, but because as a kid, he'd walk into his grandfather's house here in Georgia and the Cubs would be on. For WGN? Yeah, for many folks around the country, it was uh, the Damn Superstation. Damn regional cable networks. Or WGN. And he said he'd always walk in, and his grandfather, he'd ask him to come out and hit some balls to him. So he said, hey, there is a connection. My grandfather's favorite team was the Braves, and I got a chance to play for them and win a championship. His second favorite team was the Cubs. So he's feeling right at home. Hey, no ill will. Dansby, good luck. If you love the show, tell your friends. If you don't. Find a transfer portal. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.